so here we are, episode four, Jack Moves Pod. We're here with the founder of Yave Tequila, the yes, only sir. luxury Puerto Rican tequila in the world. Yes, sir. In the this world. Research, What's up, Joe? That's my boy. That's good, bro. What's going on, man? It's good on? being here with y'all. I know Wes. Many years. Many years. Yeah, man. Bro, we go back. And I got a gift for y'all. Uh, oh, oh! I didn't want to do it all. Oh, you came with goods? I mean, got, I obviously I bought some Yave. That's beautiful. Episode yeah. sponsored by Yave Tequila, obviously. Yave. Tequila on this damn that's, that's that's right. that's yes, the sir. key. That's Ooh, and it matched my gear right yeah. now. I'm rocking yeah. that right. This out. Pretty much everything. Shout out to the Yave. Oh, oh. you already know. And it baby. already fitting perfect. Keys, I baby. Got to fix it. Yave don't Unlike, play, unlocks we, possibility, we right. baby. And then we give this away so everybody can see. This is the, this is the brand card that we give to everybody with the QR code. So you can buy everything online. And that's the actual key that goes in the bottle. Oh, what? This so, is. Yeah. F- look so, at the look at the marketing. Man. Look at the branding. Oh, you got to give people the keys. We got this the keys. This is fire, I got baby. The key keys unlock. What? Keys unlock possibilities, baby. You already know, man. <laughs> so yes. since we're speaking on wait, Yave. Wait, wait, before we do that, let's get a quick. Can we, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, let's okay, do, let's, since we're speaking on the Yave, can we, can we do a taste test? Can yeah. we talk about the, well, well, first the, tell brand, us about, the, the brands and the flavors? Yeah. 100%. I mean, we'll go through the process. Um, I, I'll go into the, the packaging first, you guys understand, because every time I speak to people, I want to give them the full education. Okay. Like, liquid and everything is cool, but that comes after. Okay. So what I did was I, what I, did was I walked through the, the path of consumer. So I imagine somebody walking into a store. Okay. Whenever you walk into a liquor store, what's the first thing you do? You notice things. Yeah. You see things and how Vision. you stand on the shelf. So, of course, the bottle we created, I mean, made for bartenders. You can grip it any way possible, spin it around, get crazy. Even at a wow. So okay. That's interesting this, to see. This is peep game. Stuff. Yeah. Because bartenders, you see a lot of these liquors that come out, they're like short, fat bottles. They're mm. not comfortable to hold. And then bartenders are annoyed the whole time. Right, so right, right. For bartenders. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. A good friend of mine, she's about 4'10", small bartender, and when we created the first mold, I went straight to her. Is that something that liquor companies do in general, or is that something that you created or you no, came, as an idea? No. That they, okay. Most people that start brands that aren't from the big dogs come from money. Okay. They don't come from my world. They okay. They the game. So you just say, I'm going to make something dope, and it's going to be cool. Right. It's too tall for the shelf. It won't fit in the back bar. It's not going to fit in the, the rack. It's not going to, there's too many things that I can Right, say. right, right. So this was... Even though it's aesthetically pleasing, it's practical as well. Okay. Right. So it looks beautiful. It's a beautiful it looks good. Vibe. and It looks practical. really good. It looks right. really good. You, it, you move it, it works. So this is what I've done with our best friend's Brett, tattoo artist from Harlem. Grew up maybe 12 blocks away from us growing up. Okay. But when you look at him, he's tattooed all up. He has a certain connotation. The way he, people, I don't know if he'll do it. What's his name? Brett. Brett, okay. AKA, well, Jason, a.k.a. Brett. One of my Shout out to friends. Brett. Designer. <laughs> he's the designer. He designs yeah. all this stuff. But I, want, I give everybody one chance to fuck up. That's a big thing for me. And you can curse on this thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We're explicit. We're explicit. Do your thing, brother. <laughs> but I give everybody one chance to fuck up. Right. You get one chance, that's cool. Right. I'll eat it. The second one is pretty much you walking out the door. You right. You don't show up. I respect work. that. Don't say anything. No hard feelings. I won't be mad. Right. But don't come back to me with excuses and problems. It, it happened. Right, right. 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 Run. right, right, right. Some people have been gone from Yavis since everything, but that's life. Okay. But so now we create the bottle the way it's supposed to look and everything. That worked out amazingly. But what people don't know is, of course, I came from the game. I worked in liquor stores. I was in distribution. I ran the country for other brands. But one thing that I did do was reboot my mind. Okay. So while all this was happening, I went back to work in a liquor store. People don't know that for about a year. Right. About a year and two months. And I went back to my old distributor job to reboot, to see what the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reset. To see what they were doing in the field, what they were doing locally. You went right back to a liquor store. Right back to basics. Working at a liquor store. Yeah. Right. Working, literally just a regular guy. Okay. And when I met people, I was just asking questions. And I learned what consumers wanted. 
other companies pay millions for that. They pay right. hundreds of thousands. Why right. would I pay somebody to do that? You First get it for free. Point, you get it for free. Put your feet on the ground. Put your feet on the ground. I'm getting the real information. Right. I spoke to over 7,200 people, 6,422 people. The top two reasons they said they didn't drink tequila was the burn. And they would literally go, the burn, I don't like the burn. Yeah. But that bad night in college. Right. So uh, right. Now but that bad night in college. <laughs> I am obsessed with that now. Now right. I have to make sure that they don't have this problem with me. Mm -hmm. So we did everything the way we were supposed to. Won the gold medal at the World San Francisco competition. Gold medal. Wow. That's the wait, biggest one. Wait, wait, don't say one. that too that's fast. The, that's the biggest it won the one, what? right? One more time. But the gold medal at the San Francisco World Competition. Wow. Gold medal at the SIP Awards. It's a lot coming in, man. It's that's dope. That's what, dope. What's really dope about it is that when you know when you first create a product like this, friends and family love you. They know oh, right. everything's good, but you don't really even know. No, I know I made something good, but you right. guys are gonna tell me it's good because we're right. friends. With right, you. right, yeah. right, right. But when you have people that you've never met, met before, never will meet, validate what you right. done for no reason. I didn't send money. I didn't pay off. No payola. They right. tasted the product and said, "Yeah, this is one of the best tequilas in the world." Wow. That was humbling as it gets. Of course. So the Blanco we're going to try first because the Blanco is the base for everything. Is that the one that won or is, or is all three of Everybody them? Everybody wants something. Wow. Okay. I got some shot, little shot cups over there. Yeah, let's, let's go. Okay. I'm going to put this on the side. I have a different explanation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to get to that later. You want to you wanna do the honors? I don't know what the proportions are. So. Little taste. It's a taste, baby. It's tequila. It's yeah, I mean, tequila. How, no, old is, how old is this? This Is this the first one of, of all three of the uh, the the, uh, the different um, flavors? Is Or you made them all at the same time? Well, you make this first because this is what the mother for everything else. For everything else. This okay. Is, this is the base. This is a full order. You have to get this right. Okay. And this one is called, this one, this what's the, the Blanco. Blanco tequila? Okay. It's Blanco. Like, all right. Simple, nothing crazy. You see, all I'm right. pouring it one of many ways just to show people. I'm going to pour it three different ways. <laughs> all right, all right. So, this is like a different kind of flex. So, you know, you do a, with okay. Of Yo, I've never thought about these different, yeah. you know, intricate things. I come from this game. So yeah, yeah, business. exactly. And this has been a family dad, business, though. Fancy. This is a family yeah. business my from your dad. Been, and Yeah, my dad's been liquor his whole damn life. Yeah. I've only had liquor jobs. Mm -hmm. I went from working in liquor stores to only liquor stores I worked. Your dad didn't own a liquor store that was in front of the block, yeah. right? No way that was... like a, a minority. The guy owned it, but then he was like, you work here, I'll make you part of it. My dad grew up... Oh, all right. The big dude wasn't your pops, right? No. Oh, you know, you know the big dude I'm talking about no, from... Dude, Lance. Big, big... Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Blanco. Yeah. Yave. Let's no, see what it's looking. Cheers to the top. Cheers to the top. I always top. say to the top. Oh, that is amazing, bro. That's smooth. That is amazing. That went right bro, down. Bro, that is amazing. For real. There's no, like, you know, you make That's that face. That's really good. Because a lot of, the times that I've had this tequila, um, I think I've been to two of your um, your events, and one that I went to, I've always had the tequila with a mixed drink. Always, the, the, the bartender already made was making a drink mixed. This is the That's first cool. time I've had it straight. This and is I, I really good. I people, like, well, if we're going to do mixed drinks and everything, I'll, even with the other ones, I'd say just taste a little bit by itself. When I do a tasting personally, which is one of my favorite things in the world, I just don't have time anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. When I do a personal tasting, people are like, oh, mix it. I'm like, no, no, try it by itself. Like, yeah. Like, you want. And people try it and they go, I don't need anything. And I'm like, no, That's this is good. And this is the Blanco. So That's just a pure 80 proof. That's like the same as mm. other tequilas. So it's, it's not more water. It's not less alcohol. It's what they did. It just Okay. Okay. And I was part of making this. So while I made the, the bottle with my boy Brad, I was part of actually creating a formula. So like, let me ask you, what, what separates, like, even though you're the only, you know, Latin Puerto Rican um, owner of a tequila, what separates the, besides the burn, right? Is there a taste factor that separates you from the average Mexican tequila? Is it still, is well, it still that you, I'm sorry, is it still no. that you go into Mexico to 
get the tequila from Mexico, they but it's owned by a Latin gentleman? Or how does that work? All right, so, so, so to get into the, the beginning, beginning of it all. Yeah. So, of course, worked in the game. By the way, I'm going to make another drink. Did all, of course. <laughs> did almost anything you could do. Like, I, I have all the accolades, even with the old brands. I know you guys are going to bring up. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. yeah. But when creating this, I, again, I went back to basics. It was like stripping myself naked. Okay. Being vulnerable and just opening back up and saying, I got to learn everything from scratch. I'm, I'm nobody in this world. I don't own anything. Right. So even though I was starting, I didn't own anything. Yet. It was a concept. I owned an LLC. That was it. Right. So I went on, and this, people always laugh, I went online and Googled how to start a liquor brand. I said, I'm not going to call any How to start a liquor brand? I'm not going to call anybody. Yeah. How to start a liquor brand. Hmm. I sat there and I read it all. I was actually know all this stuff. Then I looked in on how to start a tequila brand. And then it was just like, oh, I have to learn. Let me, let me ask you, because uh, I was reading some stuff about you. Tell me. About August 26, 2015. 7.30 in the morning. He knows it. He knows. Yeah, he knows. Oh, John. Yo, John. John ain't playing. That's, that's, that's the day where that Wait, can you get that date one more time? August 26, 2015. 7.30 in the morning. The only thing he misses the time. So that's kind of dope. Uh, that. uh, <laughs> all right. That's dope. That's dope. Because recently, all the articles are like, the Forbes this that. They bring it up. They're like, 7.30. So how was that date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what this is. So thank you for doing that homework, John. It's part of the story. So I would have brought up sometime, but John just fast forwarded, which is super dope. But literally, it was August 26, 2015, 730 in the morning. I was in Orlando, Florida with friends. And the reason that date was so important is because August 27th is my you birthday. You want a cup too? Mm-hmm. You want a cup yes, too? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, August 27th is my birthday. So okay. because I traveled so much, you know, I worked and I traveled with the other brands. My, my birthday almost became a holiday because everybody wanted to see me. And I was, even though I would be busy, I'm like, look, for this, I would tell anybody I worked for, anybody I worked with, I was like, look, for my birthday, we can have to be home. Mm-hmm. People are going to come out. Like, and I would get like bosses to come out. Like, wow, this is cool that you do this. Right. So friends were flying from all over the country. Like, they just knew we had stuff planned. I was the only person that didn't know what we were doing. Okay. So now I'm like, damn, everybody comes into town. Like, I want to see this journey that everybody goes through. And a couple of my friends are driving from Florida, picking friends up in North Carolina, South Carolina. And I'm like, I want to be part of that. Like, okay. I, I'm just, I don't want to be this business guy. I want to be just Joe hanging out with the crew. Right. So I went down the day before, hung out. We were talking about everything. And I was, I, again, the day I got there, I didn't know I was going to do it yet. Because it was August 25th. So I didn't know anything. We were just talking. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I just want to do something different. I need to change in my life. And I remember just, just, we were drinking, just talking. We all went out for tacos. It was like um, three of us. And went to bed that night, and I, I literally woke up. It's not something I'm saying to be cool. August 26th, 2015, 17th. And I, I literally woke up. I remember opening my eyes and saying, I'm over this shit. I'm done. I'm going to do my own thing. Didn't know what it was going to be. Didn't have a plan. But my heart said it. Yep. And for I've been years, there. I've been there. everybody was like, you got to do something. And I was in my heart's in the tongue. I'll know when. Like when you fall in love, right, right, right. you just know. I'm yeah. Right. Force it. You don't mean yeah. say, hey, I want to love you. Let's yeah. love each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Right? Let's right, love right. each other. Let's love each other. You just love. <laughs> and I woke up and I remember I came. I remember the first thing I did. I came out. I looked at my boy was sleeping on the sofa, and then I called my son because he was with his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Of course, I raised my son. He's been living with me almost his whole life. Called him. Crack of dawn, Saturday morning, and he's like, "What's up, Dad?" And I'm like, "Yo, I, I, I'm gonna go for it. So I'm gonna create something from scratch." He's a kid. He was 14 at this time. Right. He's like, Saturday morning. He's like, well, "What does this mean?" And I was like, "Look, you know how I've been built, working and building brands for other people. I'm gonna do it for us now." Mm-hmm. And my son was like. Do it, Dad. You're gonna be great. And that, and so you need it. And then I was like, and if it doesn't work, it's your fault. And I, hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a path to break. So that, <laughs> that's what I did with my son. Yeah, 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 yeah. I respect but that. Then I called my mom and my dad, and yeah. this dynamic is different because, like most of us, our parents were divorced young. Yeah. My parents got divorced when I was ten, and mm-hmm. they've only agreed on three things in my life. One was getting divorced when I was ten worked out for everybody right mm-hmm. the second one was when i left the biggest distributor to work for a small supplier 
and they were like, do it. Like, do I was it. like, I took a $35,000 pay cut, everything to get to the next level. You know, you take, I took 10 steps backward to take 1,000 steps forward. forward. Yeah. So I did that. And then this third time was, I called my mom first. I was like, mom, I'm going to create my own liquor brand. And she was like, about damn time. You're making all these people. And she just went on this whole five minute rant or everything. I was like, mom, it's like seven in the morning. Like, I, was like, right, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go. My son did to me at the time. Like, the son did it to his mom. And I called my dad. And he didn't pick up right away. I kept calling and calling. He picked up, was everything all right? And I was like, yeah, same thing. I'm going to create my own brand. Right, right. And my dad was like, I've been waiting for this call since you got into the game. Right, right. And I was like, so, so tell me about, uh, when you speak, speaking about your son, tell me about, I was reading about the sushi to the ramen. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because it's like, it always, it, I'm not an emotional person by any means. We grew up together. Yeah, just, yeah. Mean, but my son, of course, you guys know. Mm-hmm. I see you post all the time. I see mm-hmm. you post, it's different. You can't explain that love. That's yeah, another right. absolutely. Right. It's different. But, so now, fast forward a little bit, and now I'm, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all in. Remember, my, my son comes home from school. I'm sitting down. My son comes in the door, and I'm like, hey, son, I got to talk to you. He looked at me kind of like, comes in, he sits on the sofa, and I'm like, hey, everything we spoke about, I'm going to go all in now. Like, I'm going to risk everything we have. So I'm going to save some money inside so we can live. Mm-hmm. I was like, but we're not going to have enough money to eat, like, special. We're going to eat from the dollar store. Like, our lives are going to be drastically different for at least a year. Mm-hmm. We sit there, we're talking about it, and my son looked at me dead in the eyes. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can eat hot pockets and lose the news. Yeah, you my son. <laughs> yeah, you my son. Boom. And I went. And I remember now you fast forward. This was like almost two years. Damn, like this is me putting everything. Because the thing people never see. Everybody sees the yeah. Instagram moment. They'll see what it yeah. takes to get there. It takes right? to get so there, yeah. So now everyone's like, yo, he's around every celebrity. Everybody, yeah, but you don't know who he took. It takes to get there. So now I'm doing all this stuff and my son comes home. Same exact. I'm, I had my sofa, Dino's. I had the same sofa for years. And I, I concocted mm-hmm. all these things on that sofa. Right. And I'm sitting and my son comes in. I'm like, I talked to you. And <laughs> my son says, So we got less money than before that? He already knew what right? was coming. And it's funny because I didn't realize this until later we spoke. The first time he sat on this side, I was hoping. The second time he sat on this side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, He's so, going to sit in the same spot. <laughs> I didn't realize until later. I'm like, Damn, he, he switched up. He's smart. So All I was right. talking. I'm like, Look, we have a little bit more money. Like, let's eat whatever you want. Yeah. And someone was like, No. Like, we have food. We went Ooh. shopping. We could cook. With, I'll make us. And I'm like, no, no. Like we, my, I, I want to say at least 15 minutes of negotiating. And then he was like, you sure that? And I was like, yeah, 100%. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. We good. He said, let's order some sushi. And I was like, cool. And we ordered enough for like 10 people. It was, wow. it was so much sushi. That is but that's he a wanted, great buggy. Everything he wanted. Damn, Joe, go, we go ate on. everything. We sat there. We were talking. And my son was like, you did it. And I was like, hell no. I said, I just went up another level. Right. Says, you gotta, you gotta enjoy the levels. That's I'm enjoying it with my son. Right. The whole company was happy, but I was like, I gotta do this with my son. Son, yeah, so yeah. That, we did that. We do a party that night, but just to be in that moment where we struggled together, and I'll be real, it didn't feel like struggle because we grew up broke. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Got a different perspective. It's like, yeah. right. I mean, just to to also to also piggyback on the struggle. And I'm, I don't want to consider this a struggle because, like you said, I only get to see the Instagram version. I want It's two parts to this question. Well, it's not a question. One is a statement. One is a question. But the state, I, I want to get a little detail about the story that I have, which is going to lead to 20 grand, which is a, a, a liquor company that you, I would say, what would be your description they of that? They were the first ones to give me the keys, and I ran with it. And you ran and with it. ego started kicking, and it was time for me to move on. But they're the reason I am where I am today. All right. I have no animosity toward anybody in this world. Everything's a learning experience. Everything is positive. Like I said, we woke up. We helped. Because, you know, sometimes people get to a point where you haven't seen them in years. I mean, you see them, obviously, through Instagram when you follow each other, but in a personal perspective, you don't know what their mentality is now. You know, they might treat you like, yeah, you from the hood. I don't, 
you know, nah, we all, you know, we all you know, grown men get, doing our thing. You know, they get Hollywood on you, but Joe definitely. I've had the same number for over 20 years. I'm the same dude from over four years ago. Mm. I tell people all the time, I'm the same dude. So, right. so I clothes, I'm wearing my own clothing now. The sweater. Ah, that's how you do it. This off, I'm about to take it off. It's hot in here. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little bit. Go ahead, man. You want to um, crack the. Like, you want to. Um, I'm good. I'm yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, all take right. it. It's all good. At the end of the day, again, why would I wear some fresh clothing from somebody else paying two, three, four hundred dollars so somebody can go and spend a lot of money on it? Right. Yeah. I'd rather people be like, what's that key on your hat? Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk. Let's start a conversation. Let's talk. We was definitely talking about that too, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. man. So, go ahead. So, Joe, go ahead, man. Take your things. I got a question for you, though. But go ahead. Take your thing. Oh, take it off. Like, it's like a setup. He's like, take it off. You need to take this yeah, off. Yeah, this is going to be a setup. Nah, I'm not doing all yeah, that. I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, we will. Really? I'm going to give y'all this bag. Oh, yeah. Y'all got to get y'all another one. All right, no, no, I'll, so I'll keep that one. I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that. But one. I, you know, oh, come on, you do it. Come on, bro. Oh, more. Oh, oh come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. So wait, that actual um, merchandise is that on your website? Yeah, the hoodies wow. are right now. We're putting shirts on. We're putting hats on right now. Let's go back a little bit, Joe. So, yeah, seven thirty in the morning, twenty fifteen. Tell me the story between there and you in Mexico. Had, oh. had you ever been to Mexico before? No, Never. This homework. This is. John, 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 hey, hey, John, hey. John, I'm, the, I'm the host of this thing right here. I, I gotta know what I'm talking about. I want to help y'all build this, but I'm gonna really help y'all build this. <laughs> you don't play. Yeah. It's good you brought that up because it's one thing a lot of people don't know. From the second it was created, again, no plan, I know what I was gonna do. So now we're driving up from Florida to New York, picking up people. There's like a 22 and a half hour drive, whatever. And yeah. I was in the back seat, everybody else drove. And I was like, I said, I'm gonna create the plan on the way up. So I did literally word clouds. Like what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. Right. Like, like literally, I still have that paper. I was scratching things out. I was like, yeah. like literally, I'm very organized, so it's hard for me to write just like loosely. Right. I like, like to write certain, a certain way and make sure it's, it's segmented. And I was like, I'm going to just go hard. I'm going to just, and I was writing everything. And the two things that made the most sense and I kind of crossbred them was tequila. It was, it was poised to explode because one of my favorite liquor guys and liquor brands are Tito, Tito's Vodka. Okay. Tito Beverage is in there. His last name is actually Beverage. It's spelled differently. Tito, Tito is pretty good. I didn't know that. But the reason it's such a big deal is because he was very ahead of his time. So now people see a brand like Tito, these big brands, and they're like, oh, it blew up overnight. Hell no. It started in 1999. Like, I'm a liquor nerd. I don't care what the bronze score last night. I want what chip. I know liquor. Right. Okay. So Tito Beverage started in 1999. Started doing everything in his garage. Literally started making his own batch in the garage. Boricua, like, obviously, right? No. Tito Beverage? Oh, no. He's way in Texas. They made it in Texas. Oh, wow. It's vodka. You say Tito, you think it's a yeah, Boricua, you know what I'm saying? It's in Texas. All right. So he starts making everything, but he did it from corn. Mm. So it was gluten-free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gluten-free didn't become cool until like 2010, 2011. Yeah. Right. in New York was like, hey, I want to be gluten-free. Gluten-free, so everybody. Yeah. He can't eat gluten. He, he right, right, yeah. Yeah. People don't even know what it is, but so it's he, cool. To me, he was like pocket biggie. He was way ahead of his time. Right. Like, it was things he was saying you couldn't get. You're like, what do you mean? And now you look back, you're like, that was genius. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. He was so far ahead of his time that people were like, that's not going to work. Vodka from Texas, corn vodka, stupid. And he just kept making it. He didn't care. Friends and family loved it. It was actually pretty good. And then in 2010, 2011, when the, the gluten-free craze exploded, he exploded. She exploded. I remember I was dating a girl at that time who was like, she, she had celiac disease, where she was like, gluten's messing me up. She did one of tests. And she was like, I'm going to drink that Tito's because I think it's gluten-free. 
she, it, it's something she has seen throughout her, her life for the past few years. She went to the bar. We went, I remember we went like a week later and she drank it. I'll study the brand. I was like, it makes sense. And it tastes good. It tastes and it'll have you with a hangover. Right? And now most people say, yo, what's your favorite kind of vodka? Tito's is Tito's, in, in the man. top three, four, yeah. at least. I, number one. I think so. Tito's is the first brand to take Smin off of the top brands in the U.S. And like, I thought, I thought Green wow. Goose was at the top for a long time. No, Smirnoff is value. I'm talking about cases sold. Smirnoff okay. was number one because it was quality plus whatever. Price? Tito's. Dis, like, when I say Dismantled. Yeah, because Tito's again, is not them, expensive at all. It took him 12 years to start getting there. Mm-hmm. It just happened last year. So it took him over 20 years to get there. Right. So I was like, how do I accelerate that? How do I do it in 20 years? How do I do it in 5 to 10 years we did it in 20 years? Taquito is poised to explode because... In the car, you were figuring this out. In the car. <laughs> and the reason I was like, taquito's going to explode because it's, it's healthier, it's a stimulant, it's the only liquor that's, that's not a depressant. Like, everybody drinks yak, they drink vodka, it's depressants. Okay. Taquito's the only liquor that's an, a stimulant, a mm. natural stimulant. Really? That's interesting. So I was like, because yeah. social media is picking up, the world is changing, that knowledge is going to get out there. People are going to be talking about that. So I was right. like, taquito's it. Right. So taquito was done. Okay. So I was like, what's different? How do I make it different? Other than the formula, it was like, how do I make it different, different? And I was like, well... Vodka flavors have always been huge. Whiskey flavors are exploding at this time. And I was saying, everyone's getting into the flavored market, but nobody took the bull by the horns when it came to tequilas. Right, right. I'll be that guy. Right. The first one I made was actually coconut. You don't see that here for a reason. I'll get into that. But the mango is the one that put us on the map because there was no mango tequila. I made it for my grandmother who died. Like she passed right. away. I did it for Ella. Like, straight up. It was for her. And we've gotten every award you can think of from gold medals to innovation awards, which is deep. So wow. like, it's like going into the rap game and you win like rap of the year. We won right. innovation award liquor, like the Puerto Rican wow. kids in Harlem. Right, got right. this award they gave out two a year. Wow! It's like I got one. Wow! It comes to my it comes to my crib. This box that says Joe Cruz. Y'all so whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Yeah. Before you get to the so as far as the award, is that an award that is just based on the hard work that you're doing detached for them from them where where you're not brought to a ceremony? I mean to an actual award show, they're just like, hey, listen, we're, we're, we see what you're doing, and we're sending you uh, uh, these accolades for that, for the, for what you're doing. As crazy as it sounds, I never knew the award existed. Nobody emailed me, call, nobody called my team, my PR team, nothing. Hmm. I will come home one day, it's a box there, I thought it was a Yave bottle, it's the same, it's about the same size. I should have brought it, just to show y'all. But it was like a real award, like you win them Academy Awards, and I opened the box, I'm like, this is weird. I, I, I rolled it out, it was like, it was um, bubble wrap, and I'm like, hmm. The hell is this? I swear to God, I was like, "What is it? like?" Again, nobody told. There was no forewarning. It was no just, email, uh, no nothing. Like, like you didn't even know you was in a running for it. I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I got no way to run it. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puerto Rican of the year. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rican. Nobody told me it's a thing. Like, I got it. I made it. Like, I'm a hell of a Puerto Rican. I'm a hell of a Puerto. I'm Puerto Rican as hell. Like, I did it. I'm walking around other people. How Dominican are you? I'm Puerto Rican. Wow, that's hilarious. So I got it. I'm just like. Literally, I literally said, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I went, and I Googled it, and I was like... Oh, shit. I emailed them, because we won other awards from them. We won other awards, so I'm like, hey, they were like, yeah, we figured the best way to, to do it was just to give it to you, because we wanted to do a ceremony for you, and we couldn't, because of COVID. They let us oh. just ship it to you. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. Like, And again, I never met these people. This isn't a, I don't know these people, right. so it's not friends and family hooking me up. This is just... Yeah, just your I hard asked, work. Get on the phone, we're speaking, and I'm like, so why'd you give it to me? And she was like, do you understand how game-changing it is to create a whole new brand like that no one can see yet? Because yeah. there's been spicy tequilas. Yeah. She was like, this is a whole new... She said, I know you have more things in store. This is a game-changer. Like, this literally is. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I know that. But for you guys to say it... And again, never met, don't know how they got it. Yeah. They don't give a shit about you. They just taste your shit and they comment on that. 
And then that's but, what well, they, because, they do at the same. I think they do because when you speak to Joe and you like, wow, this guy is so personable. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, in the difference between like before you would mention friends and family. Your friends and family is like if you're if it's mediocre, be like, nah, that's my bro. I'm buying that. Yeah. But these guys don't have no skin in the game. They don't have to like or dislike or dislike it. But they taste like yo. This, this is the good. best shit. Nah, that the- is some good shit, bro. And this whole thing started on my sofa in Harlem with twenty thousand dollars. That was the first investment. That's what I was gonna ask you. How much did you 20, invest? Twenty thousand. Twenty grand. And the reason was because most brands spend up to a million. They need office space. My office was my crib. Right. They need office space. I'm right. Not gonna do that. I'm not right. gonna waste money on that. Is there is there anything? I mean, this might be a, a question that I, I, I could possibly ask later, but I'm asking now. Is there anything when you look back that you would have changed? Because a lot of people say, no, if it wasn't for everything that I've done, I wouldn't have been here. But sometimes you could put a couple of tweaks in the, and, and still get to where you're at, if, if not be further. Is there anything that you would look back and say, yeah, I probably would have done this and I still would be good. But I, at least I wouldn't have that on my, on, my, on my record. I've been asked this question in different ways. And it's always like the biggest mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make many mistakes, but it was something that I wasn't good at. Because remember, I sat on the sofa, I was my own lawyer. Everything was me. I was dealing with the U.S. government, the Mexican government, speaking English and Spanish, emails, doing everything I could. <laughs> like, this is one dude yeah. where people don't realize they think it's a team of lawyers, and it was me by myself. When That's I started how I bringing people too. in, my biggest problem was delegation. And it wasn't because I wasn't good at speaking to people. It was because how could you do what's in my head exactly how I want it? Uh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to pass my baby to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because now team is why I'm here. Straight yeah. up. It's because of my team. I, yeah, I had yeah, the concept yeah. I'm the first dude to do it. I, I took the leap. I jumped off the cliff and built the plane on the way down. But mm-hmm. the team around me, like, they're amazing at what they do because you always see this quote, and I'm trying to live it, is you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Right, right, right. And I right. have people around me that are better at that, what they do than I could ever be. And, I'm good at what I do, but they can help me with what they do. And one they, of the, one of, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no one worries. of the things that I, that I do notice about your team is personality, man. Great personalities. Great, like positive um, dudes that I met because of you um, that are on your team that when I see them on your Instagram, especially when you're doing your, uh, which is one thing I want to talk about too, is great marketing, great marketing. You do a trolley. I think it's, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong with the with the type of uh, uh, bus it is, but I mean, yeah, a, tr- a, a train, but a it looks like a trolley, mm-hmm. right? And some of these guys, when you do post about it, you know, you're not the, you're not the, the, the guy doing the, the speaking. They'll do the they'll do the the, the narrating and 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 liven up the the scene and, and yeah it's all from all there hard. and it's it's just such a it's something that will keep me watching the whole video right. and that's what it's all about so tell me about your team and 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 how did you decide who was your team and how many of your how many people are like solidly a part of your team? Well, I choose everyone heart first. I'll take one two over no high any day. If you want it, we'll figure it out together. Right. I like to tell people. If you don't understand math, I can help you learn math. I can teach you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand why you need to learn math, I can't teach you. Okay. okay. Now you're going to be I don't need that. I'm going to be fighting you on this, and I'm wasting time, wasting energy. But if you say I need help, Joe, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So the team that I brought in was, because everybody who's part of Yave has either invested their money or their time. Right. So my goal has always been to make a lot of people wealthy, not just me. Right. This is my first big thing. I have other things I'm working on. This is my introduction to the world. Right. Like, yo, that's the dude who built Yave tequila. And what I run into now is, People reach out to me nonstop like, hey, you want to consult for us? You want to work with us? You want to? I'm like, no, I'm going to just start my own though. But thanks for, for jogging my, my, my brain to kind of do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the team, 
Every single person, um, Ben tells one of the best stories. He's my managing director now. Okay. Young white Jewish kid. We probably wouldn't hang out in normal life if we didn't work together. Now we like brothers. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to yeah, Ben. I'm going to shout out a lot ben. of people during this one. <laughs> but Ben's the first one because Ben was the person I gave the reins to everything. Right. And I trust him because he built his own small business. It's like a coconut business. Mm-hmm. He does like coconut sugars and natural coconuts to other big companies. Mm-hmm. Started from himself. Mm-hmm. He came from little money, but he's a hustler. And I love to see that because he, he didn't grow up the way I did. But he has that work ethic. Right. And when I met him, I met him through Scott, who's our CFO, who runs my legal and everything, another white boy who I met through another guy. They become brothers to me. So now Scott took me to go meet him. And I remember we met in this WeWork little space and everything. We talk, and I told him the pitch. Here's what it is. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, I'm in. He was okay. like, but I want to get my hands dirty. And I was like, going. I said, this guy's going to be one of the dudes running my company for me one day. Right. Because he just said, I want to get my hand. It wasn't like, oh, I'll invest, I'll help you. Yeah. He was I want to get my hand. He yeah. said it. He looked at me now. We looked at yeah. I was like, you Some people look forward to that. They yeah. like that. That's, that's, he did it that's what for himself. wakes them up every day. And yeah. for him, he was like, I, it's one thing he said to me that it always stuck. He was like that. He spoke to Scott later. Like they became close and we all became like friends. He was like, it was amazing that Joe had all these people around for two years and he didn't pay anybody a penny. They saw wow. the vision and it was, it was like, yeah, because they know, like, if I'm in, I'm in. Right. So mm. if, I, if I got it, y'all got it. Right, right, right. I told you earlier, you guys, that you want to help with your podcast, I have all the connections in the world. What's the point if I can't help people? Right, right. You've built up a lot of trust over the years. And when I built this, again, one of my favorite calls ever was early on. I talked to this guy who's the number one bottle producer in the country. Mm -hmm. It was a a friend of a friend's father kind of thing. A guy in the industry said, hey, Joe, you got to talk to this guy. I'll talk to anybody. This is brand new for me. I got to get as much extract information as I can. Talk to this guy, and he's like, all right, you sounds amazing. I love your energy. I love your passion. You come from the game. He was like, how much money do you have to start? I was like, don't even worry about that. Like, what were you asking me that for? And he said, you need at least $3.5 million to build a brand. And I was <laughs> That's like, the number they give to everybody trying to start this business. And I was like, you need $3.5 million. Yeah, I, I don't need broke. that. Yeah. I said, I said, and I remember I said, I said, you ever heard when Tupac said trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent? Yeah. And he was like, I heard of Tupac. And I said, we're already on different wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of him. Pocket's cool. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, no hard feelings. And I was like, just remember Joe Cruz and Yavis Keel. I remember I told him that. Just remember my name, remember my brand's name. Right. So, so how does how does a Puerto Rican kid from Harlem just pop up in Mexico saying I'm making tequila? What's up? How does that happen? Well, again, not a lot of money to start. So everything initially was emails and phone calls and everything. So now when I convinced <laughs> The guy who makes Yavis Aquila, the master distiller, Augustine is super legend. He made, he made the first Patron. He made a lot of these brands that come out. He's the guy who consults for it. Okay. So now he's older now. He works with a family owned distillery. Like, hey, I just want to do something with family. I yeah. want every company wanted him to move and travel because he was such a big deal. He's like, I just okay. want to live my life with my wife. Like simple Mexican man, yep. just knows the game. So now because he's such a legend, imagine some young spick from Harlem telling you how to. So when we would talk, and I talk a little fast in New York, mm-hmm. the way we talk, mm-hmm. and he would be like, who's this guy telling me how to make this? And I would just be like, hey, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. And he was like, you understand, Mexico, we like the burn, we like the whatever. And I was like, look, you talk about Mexico, I'm talking about the world in 20 years. Yeah. You talk about Mexico 20 years ago. Yeah. You got to understand what I'm saying here. I like that. And he he like said that. something, he was like, he said something like, I like this guy. And he, See, he said I it like that too. I see. He said it off the phone. And I was like, I heard you. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> 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 And I was like, you come back to the phone. He laughed, he'll be joking around. He was like, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. And I was like, and please add these properties. And then he, I heard him, I know he turned to my like, what is he giving me, a recipe? And I'm like, yeah, I've right, done this. This right, is my right, game. Right, I went to school right, for this. Like, I right, know the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And we do these things. And he was like, I got you. Right. So now, no time passed. So now I convinced a Mexican man in Mexico to do it my way. He right. believed. Right. Made the Blanco, made the Repo, the Añejo. It was good. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, hey, I'm going to do flavors. And he was like, what? 
Let me yeah. flip. That's not real tequila. And I was like, look, Sacrilege. I want to do this every time we talk. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to. Yeah. hung up on me. Swear to God. That's the best business calls. When you I call back. I'm calling the family. They're picking up. And they're like, yo, he just left the room. And I'm like, yo, find his ass. I go get, I'm, I don't, I'm going to fly to Mexico for the first time because I have nothing happens. So then next morning, it's like, I mean, the sun wasn't up yet. It was like right about on the horizon. And I get a call. Pick up and it's him. And he's like, why do you want to make flavors? And I was like, I want to make flavors for women because men buy what women want. And they have a discernible palate. They have a better palate than men will ever have. Like, mm-hmm. They know Right. They taste. They know how to taste it better than we do. Yeah. So I want to make it for bartenders as a base mm-hmm. to have fun with. Just create this whole like it's almost like painting oh, a picture you, with you, a canvas. You hit in every corner, bro. Pause. I said I want to also create it for chefs to cook with because this is. And he Ooh. Was like, Ooh. And can't make this up. <laughs> he hung up on me. And I was like, <laughs> 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 see, me. Like, see? This, so now this whole, now I'm trying to plan my trip just to go down there like again. Yeah. So now I'm getting the team together, and Paul tells a story. This is all before you go down there for the first time? This is all before. So now Paul, who runs New York for me, Paul's like a brother to me. He he came out of New York City. Paul's on marketing. He does everything. Paul's Paul's swag is out of this world. Paul Nickerson. You guys probably see him on IG or whatever. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. he's all on trolley. Paul's one of the guys speaking. Okay. Okay. So a little keynote to throw in is when when doing all this process, toward the end, I was becoming anxious. And it's because I didn't have the money. I didn't have what everyone else had to make it bigger. So on my birthday... This is 2016, about a year later. I was like, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna, no parties, no drinking, no women. And drinking was the easy part to give up. I was single, <laughs> I was doing my life. Yeah. And I was like, and everybody was like, yeah, right. And the next morning I woke up, that was it. That's it. So for 10 months of my life, it was nothing. Not even your own tequila. Nothing, nothing. It was, I have to focus, I got to get it to the top. Because now more people are coming on board and trusting me. Okay. With their energy. Forget about money. Like, this is people that... Trust so you had to me. really, really focus. So we're building, we're building. So the reason that's so important with all that is because, because John mentioned, the first time I ever got my passport stamped, I traveled to Mexico. Like, literally. I never got, I always traveled the country. I traveled the, the islands and all. I never traveled outside. Okay. So now, this is me, like, my pass, I still got it. The mm. first pass, boom, stamped. And we get there now. The reason I did that was because the first drink I took after the hiatus was down in Mexico with my team, with the master set of first battle we ever created. So now I earned that drink. I'm wow, that's my. And now, and, do you have that on record? Like, do you have we, that? No, no, filmed, no video. We filmed every single thing. Okay. Into my head. All right, we're all holding right. on to that. All right, good. But now, good. Paul's. It's a big table. It's twelve of us. It's like the last dance. The last yeah. dance. Yeah, the last go. dance. Last dance. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'll get into that part after. But Paul's sitting toward the t- to the back of the table, and he called yeah. me the wolf, the wolf of liquor. Okay. And Paul didn't see me drink because I met him throughout that ten months. Like we knew each other, but we never. And I was like, you in. Yeah. So I called everybody. Like, hey, I'm like, you have your passport, this and that. Yeah. I booked flights for everybody. We down there. So hold on. How many people went? 12. Mm, okay. the, the real team that knows. That's why when they speak Yahweh, they speak Yahweh. All right. Uh, how many of those 12 are still here before you Only go forward? This one, one, two are gone from that. Okay. All right. That's, the, that's a great That's a great percentage. One is halfway that's in. Numbers. That's a great percentage. Numbers. Everybody gets one chance to fuck up. They fucked up once. Cool. Second one, they had to, that was their walk out the door. But so now Paul's in the back. And Paul's like, how's it feel, Wolf? And I was like, no words. I said it and we did it. And I drank. So now I'm with the master, still of the whole team. The first time we meet, we're chilling. We got along, like, because we, it wasn't fighting, but it was debating, heavy mm. debating. Right, right, it's like, right. So I was sitting there and everything, and I looked at him, and I'm like, you didn't want to make the flavors. How'd you make them? And he doesn't speak English, so this is pure Spanish conversation. I'm like, how'd you make them? He said, I didn't. I was like, but I'm drinking this. And he was like, no, they did. He bought in two women chemists that were pouring all the drinks and watching me drink, and they were tearing because they saw how much I loved the mango. And they were like proud. I, I know. Wow. They were, they were Mexican. Tearing. And they were, they, they Mexicans. They were two Mexican women chemists that he brought in to make it. And he was like, I can't make it for women the way women can. Wow. So now I'm not taking credit. Again, this is heart stuff. He was like, when you told me that, 
He was like, the reason I hung up on you, because I needed to make sure I called him. So literally when he hung up, he was like, hey, I need you guys to come down. And oh, so out. he was already sold. Yeah. He was sold. By the time you hung up, but you didn't know he was sold. He didn't want to talk no more. He yeah, wanted he to get to work. He, he, wanted, to get he wanted to get the work. He said he never met anybody with my passion. Because he met mad people. Me, just, I, I want to yeah. make tequila make money. Yeah. I, I want to make this for legacy. Yeah. I want to have every Puerto Rican, black kid, white kid, anybody in the world that sees this story, like I can do whatever I want. Right, right. So when I filmed the documentary, it had nothing to do with Yavit. Mm-hmm. It was for all those kids that have a concept, an idea. People that's gonna watch this and go, "Damn, you know, I, I woulda, shoulda, coulda." Take that shit out your mouth. Mm. Do, it. Do it. There's nothing in this world worse than regret. Nothing. We all have family, friends, friends of friends who are like, "Yo, I had that idea ten years ago." And my, I, I, I think the biggest, reg- not to cut you off, I think the biggest regret after you end up taking the action to do it is that I wish I woulda did it sooner, mm-hmm. because. I've been in that, I've been in that position and haven't looked back. Like in that, thinking about doing something, thinking about doing something, watching other people do it, or following somebody else's lead to do what I what my vision is, and I never and I I felt like maybe I didn't have what it took to actually do it, and then, and then I did it. But but that's yeah. different. That's that's you can live with yourself because you're doing it. Yeah, it. and you but doing if you it never now. if you never try at all, yeah, that's that's the you can't live I had with that yourself. conversation. You know what? So not to jump subjects because I know you mentioned your son a lot. So you know I have four boys and um, uh, shout uh, out to Wes's four boys. Yeah, that's amazing. shout out to my boys, man. And he takes care of his kids. I thank, you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. Like your pops was always yeah, my pops was always thank you, thank you. But I had a conversation because my son, you know, my son um Isaiah. Shout out to my son Isaiah. He's 19 years old. You know, he's in that stage where he's trying to figure out, you know, what he want to do and what he wants to do in life. And, you know, social media can be really misguiding, right? You know, social media make you think that all these other 19-year-olds got stacks of money and, 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 and they, they, you know, buying all these expensive clothes. And they, they the yeah, 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 you know, it's not just 19 year olds. Mama. Like people age, they, they be fronting on the, the people gram too. Age, you know, so. I mean, it became a challenge because somebody was fronting. I yeah. didn't say names, but it was a challenge. But what I was saying is, like, it's, it's, it, it can put teenagers in a, a depressive state yeah. if they don't really understand or know what they want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'd let them know, like, there's people the that are... misguided. you just, oh my God, he's doing this. I got to do that. Or you don't. Nah, it's okay not to not know not right all. now. Yep. It's okay, right? But, you know, people, you know, I always tell them, like, don't chase the money. And I'm always a guy about solutions and problems, right? And I always felt like problems create, I mean, solutions are, I mean, problems create solutions, obviously. You know, you create a problem and you find a solution, right? And when you find a solution, depending on how that solution the value of it is depending on how much money you can get paid for it, Work. right? So don't be afraid because you didn't go to college or because not just like I'm not talking about my son specifically, but in general now, like because you didn't go to college, you didn't, uh, uh, you know, you, you can't make it in the world today. You know what I'm saying? So w- what I'm saying about my son nice. and you saying about, you know, make that step, take that step, make that, make that move. I just had that conversation with my son. Like my son was like, "You dad, I, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that." Take the step. Yeah. Yo, my son is big into he's big in, in stocks. Oh, he loves stocks. You know, he's made some really good money from it. But you know, on the other hand, he has people in his ear telling him like, "You can't make a living off of stocks." But don't tell me what I can't do. Like you just said about, uh, uh, you need three point five million. Yeah, some people might not be able to make. 
a living off of stocks. Everyone's but I can. Everyone's swag and energy is different. Yeah. Tequila's made from agave. So the agave plant is essentially, a, it's, it's almost in the cactus family, but it's a succulent. So it's like a cross between a cactus and like aloe, almost. So you okay. It. It's a huge, huge plant that grows like a huge pineapple, if you can picture it. The best visual I give you. The pineapple part is below the ground. And then you have like, you know, the, the flower the part. Branches. Top yeah, the branches, yeah, okay. Up top. Mm. So when you when you actually pick the agave plant, you have to wait till it has a certain amount of sugar in it. Like, you know, 22 bricks of sugar is the minimum. Okay. Bricks of sugar sounds crazy, but it's like certain right. levels of sugar, but the sugar is the actual agave itself, the actual juice you extract from it. So when you pick the agave plant, the agave plant is one of the few plants that kind of sustains itself forever. So when you pick that plant, a tiny piece of the plant, it's like a bulb, stays in the ground. So you don't have to replant it, it regrows itself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So you so take we, out what you need and then leave it, it and let the rest go. It takes seven years to fully mature. Okay. So we do that, of course. Wow. So when you take that out of the ground, now you have that growing, but then you use that. So okay. what we do is we take, we use um, blue agave, which is the best agave you can use, of course, like top level agave. Okay. But then there's two different agaves, which is a highland agave and a lowland agave. <coughs> All right. So literally, like, there's one up on the mountain and there's one on the ground. Okay. Pretty simple. The Highland has an aromatic <laughs> smell, an ar- aromatic flavor, like, you know, it's lighter, floral notes, easy to drink. The the ones that are down, you know, the, the Lowland are what most brands use because it has that earthy texture that the burn that you get comes from that, the peppery notes and everything. Yeah. We actually blended the two, okay. Highland and Lowland. The reason was because I knew they would cancel each other out. And at the same time, I get the best of both worlds. Okay. But it's a certain percentage that we use that I'll never say out loud. Okay. Did, right. you, did you originate that mixing Highland no, and no, Lowland? That's a thing, but people don't do it. Okay, all right. So Why, well, is it more expensive to do? Or? It's just, it's like I have to do it. Those are guys, like these are guys, you have to blend them right. So you can't just, I'm going to put two together. So is the Highland right, right, right. High, more expensive than the Lowland or the Lowland more expensive? They're within the same, bro. it depends. It's almost like the companies you deal with. Okay, okay, all okay. right. Okay. Like you mm-hmm. buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you have that. So that's one thing that we do that makes us unique. Okay. At the same time, we use volcanic water that flows below the distillery. So literally, from a volcano, water flows and flows around it. It's extremely distilled already. It's clean. So we double distill it just to be safe. We use that. Mm. The third thing that we do is we have a proprietary yeast, meaning we create our own yeast in-house. So I could tell people exactly what we do, but unless you do it the way we do it, you can't make it out of tequila. So is there a different termination for yeast in, al- in alcohol, or it's what you... Yeast, what you imagine yeast, everything. What you else. imagine what it is, everything. okay. But just when you make it yourself, now you can do what you need to do to it. Okay. Right. It taste has those unique properties that we don't speak about. Okay. So we spoke about the Blanco, of course, and now the Mango, the Game Changer, the one we won more awards, more... We, ha- we haven't got a gold medal with the Mango yet, because in the game, they don't respect flavored tequilas yet. So right. we got yes. silvers, but it's over. nobody wins a gold. It's like okay. nobody won a gold, we won silver, which is kind of like a gold. It's like, ah, oh, flavored tequilas, they're not really a thing, but they love it so much that you have to give it recognition. So mm-hmm. wait, the, the, the flavored tequila that it won the silver, is it involved with other yeah. flavored tequilas? Other so yeah. somebody had to win a gold, so why no. did they win? Oh, no. what do you mean? Look at it, nobody wins the gold medal. They don't, they, they don't think the flavors are like a gold medal. Oh, so it's mixed in with other, with all types of liquors. It's not, it's not, oh. So like when you do the flavored tequila sections, other brands that are doing it. We're the best out of those, but they don't give But the gold money. would always go to like a Blanco. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay. When I meet most people, they go, I don't do flavors. I don't do blends. I just want to try it straight. I'm Shit. Like, cool. like right. sales tactic. You, you agree with them. You roll with them. Okay. But then with the mango, I do the same thing I'm going to do to you guys right now. Okay. You can say you don't drink Pula, you don't do this, you don't do that. Shot time? Shot the clock? First, I'm going to ask you guys to do one thing, and this is the most important thing because, of course, just smell it. Okay. This is how it entice people to try. Most people, I don't do that. Then they smell it, they go, 
Oh, that smells good. That smells like some good mango. All natural mango, no wow. sugar, no syrups, no BS. And it was it was easy. Never mind, because you gonna fucking say pause and shit. I was gonna say <laughs> it was very. It was easy to grab the bottle from you. Well, that was Harlem. <laughs> mm. That smells really good though. So what we do is, yeah. mm-hmm. we, again, the blanco, the, the base. This is what you have to perfect first. Okay. So we macerate the fruits, meaning we take the oils and the juices from the actual fruit, right. and we put it in stainless steel container for thirty-five to forty days. So okay. this. Is that with real mango? So that's the only thing that we did. Nothing secret, nothing whatever. It costs more to do it that way because we use sugars and starches and syrups. It's now. What do you What do you say to people that are like they don't want alcohol? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what causes the hangovers. Hundred percent. The sugars and the starches. Oh, so you're saying you don't have a lot of sugar and starches? Oh, okay. I don't. We have the natural sugar from the fruit itself. Like, so if you eat an apple, no added. Oh, no additives. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So okay. there is sugar in here, but it's natural. It's natural sugar. Okay. It's a natural sugar. Yeah, it's okay. not fructose and sucrose and all those hoses. So uh, also also known as keep the well, shots keep so the shots going. Keep the shots going. That's right. <laughs> but but if if that's something that is known, so that means that other tequilas are using those. Fruit that that fructose. No, no, most liquors, not tequilas. Most, most liquors. Most brands you guys were mentioning you love. I guarantee you they don't do it the way we do it. Because because it's less expensive and they don't give a shit about you. Because they're already a big brand. Wait, it's less expensive. Worry, they don't have to worry about. It's that. less expensive for them to do that. Hell yeah. Oh. Wait, could you talk about somebody has to actually get the fruit, macerate it, squeeze it, get the juices out, extract it, then it's a. That's kind of like when um like shout out to my man Tahoe. Hopefully we have him up here soon too. But my boy Tahoe, um, I don't know if he still does it, but. He used to make these uh, mixed drinks through pineapples and physically yeah, bust the pineapple down, yeah. put the drink in the pineapple, and it's you're getting pineapple. You know, you're not getting no extra. So you, stuff. so you gotta imagine mass mass distributing those. Mass, yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. I've yeah. seen him with crates. No, I mean like I know, so I can yeah, imagine right, yeah, what right, that means right. for mm-hmm. for him with fruits, with real fruits like mangoes, because mangoes aren't as big as as um, mangoes. Uh, 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 yeah, shout out to mangoes. It's pineapples. Mango, mango pineapple. This, this is was para tu, para tu yeah. abuela. Para mi abuela. Para yeah, para, para tu abuela. I love it. That smells crazy. Mm. Yo, yep. bro. That's crazy. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Innovation. Change the game, bro. That's like, that's idea. no cap. That tastes so good. And you can... And you can you can tell the difference between the two. Like you can still feel the good tequila going down, you still but feel then that you puro. taste that. Yeah, you, still, you taste the tequila, you feel it. Tequila. But you still taste that mango tip twist to it. It has to be oh, balanced. In life, you need balance. Great. It, balance. it took me four tries to make this one because I didn't have anything to. I had no precedent. It was like I got to start from scratch. It wasn't like oh, there's a, a blanc already. So this, I'm always honest about it. My favorite tequila before this was Don Julio. Because okay. my second favorite guy in history was Don Julio Gonzalez, who created Don Julio. My right. wife loves so Don Julio. Shout out to my wife. But it always yeah. had a little burn because he started this. People hear about the 1942 is because he started it in that year. That's why 1942 is the one that they created, the special one, because that's the year they started. You talk about tidbits. Like, so, yeah. They be buying a lot of people buying, and they don't even know that's. They have no idea but why. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. And I'm gonna educate because I respect the brand. To add, I'm gonna add to that because yeah. I think this is gonna have to do with what you're gonna educate people on. Why do you think that? As a culture, Latin or black, <clears throat> excuse me, we gravitate to like the 1942s or the new, I don't know what that white bottle, I think that's another tequila with Clase the, Azul. Clase yeah, Azul. the um, 
Why do you feel? Why do you think we gravitate to bottles and drinks in that nature, and then like a young gentleman like yourself coming up, doing it the way you're doing it? You know, the support might not be as strong from our own community, but a 1942 bottle would easily be thrown in there in somebody's Instagram question. photo, as opposed to a Yave. Not saying that they wouldn't throw a Yave, but someone would probably want to do it, and they don't even know who the fucking person. Couple answers to that. One is always people want to see you do good, but not better than them. Hmm. So it's like, how could you face me? We're from the same hood. You're like, damn, he's killing it. Instead of just saying, yo, I'm with you. Let's roll together. I always bring up the same example, and if we support one another, how amazing this world could be. Black Panther. Yeah. People have seen it two, three, four times. It's black. A black cast. Black director. Black everything. The fastest billion dollar movie of all time. Mm-hmm. How come we don't do that with liquors? Clothing, with clothing, with technology. Yes. Right. Oh, now nah, he's from the hood too, man. F that, man. Fuck yeah. him. I could have been that. And my question is, did you try? Because I've heard a lot of people when you hear rappers, they're like, oh, he's trash, but he tried. Right. You didn't, right. I, never, I heard right. you rap a lot, but I never seen you out there rapping. You rap right. on the block. You never did right. anything bigger than that. And at right. the same time, it's sheeple. People follow what other people do. Yeah. I, I think, think that might. I think, think that might be a a, 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 um, a situation for a, a lot of people that's in poverty. If that. So I mean, I come up from this small from the mud. You was in the mud. How could this you have been smarter than me? And it's hard for me to respect you. And that's like that's not my attitude on things. I show love to everybody, but a lot of people, they just a lot of. Nah, you know what'd be crazy? Most niggas, right? <clears throat> I don't say most niggas. I can't say what other niggas think. But I know when I was a younger nigga, right? And I seen. Artists make it big, especially in the in the Diddy area. Excuse me, in the Diddy era, right when Diddy was popping, like that was a lot of big money for artists, right? And I went to school with a few artists, but I wasn't like tight with them. But I always thought, damn, I wish I had a dude that came up in the hood that made that that that's nice, that's gonna make it big. I support the shit out they ass. You know what I'm saying? That's a positive attitude to have, like because that's how you got. That's how you get to where y'all trying. That's how you get to where you trying to go. Like, I would never be like, because I want to do it, I don't want him to do it. So that attitude, that attitude is what we need to make the world a better place, but... Yeah, it's crazy how people look at it that way. So, so when, when, that's why I'm like, listen, yeah. when we, when we came up with this podcast, we, we had to look at who are some of the... First thing we're going to do, we're going to start with some of the most interesting people that we are personally connected to. Of course. That's right? Something. And well, I would you say, you make the mistake of not going into that phone book. You start from people you know. Hey, support me, support me. Right. Support me, not cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. You yeah. were, if not in the top two, top one, top three, but the the reason why we even chose the date we chose is because we've had these conversations that we want to make sure that we, you know, we, we are comfortable in the podcast world, sitting together to have a conversation with Joe. You know what I'm saying? But I already knew, like, this is one of the guys I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Got, I know him personally. You saw me in another one, and you were like, I can tell you, I saw you on the stage, but I want to do it live. And I was like, dude, I'll do anything yeah, live. Bro, I had yeah. already, we had already talked about you before that, and I hate that I saw it first. I mean, I saw that first. Not that I hate it, but I, but I was like, damn, he's not even going to realize that I was already thinking about doing this, but obviously somebody else, which most people will, have... The same thought of yo, we need to get this man on. We need to talk about this man. This I wanted you. I wanted you on my podcast before I had a podcast. That's dope. Facts. That's humbling. That's dope. That's, that's facts. And I'm not supporting one another. That's real because I'm gonna be here because it's y'all. Like I, I, if I have stuff to do, I can figure it out. It's enough hours in the day to work it. Yeah. But other people don't do that because again, we spoke about this whole damn. How could he? How can I? 
Ironically, though, during COVID, I was feeding 5,000 people a day at La Fonda Restaurant in Spanish Harlem. How was the liquor business during that? Uh, no, I wasn't. Cause that- I was the kid from Harlem who knew the world was struggling. And my boy James started something at La Fonda Restaurant. Hit mm-hmm. me up, and I was like, hell yeah, man. I think Tell me about that. that. Tell me about yeah. that. Well, that. Everything was, you did. We started in March when COVID got crazy. And it was because we started small, like, you know, what we could afford. And then it got bigger when World Central Kitchen stepped in and were helping us with the money, the finances, and we were, like, doing the physical work. We talked about I was there every day at 7.30 in the morning, six days a week. So while I was running Yava and COVID was happening, taking care of my family, I made some sure to do that because the first day I went, he had done it for a week without me, and it was very unorganized. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, guys, I'm going to come in and do what I do with everything. Everybody's going to be happy, but just follow my lead. If you give me one week, if it doesn't work, cool. Cool. But you have to try my way for a week, or I'm not even going to try to do this. Yeah. They were like, no, of course, we see what you've done, yada, yada. Came in, it worked perfectly. Right. But then I was the guy, we were getting about 200 boxes a day with 20 to 30 meals in them. Right. And distributing. So we were giving to the project. We had lines outside. Right. We got the cops to help us deliver to, to buildings and senior citizen homes. So it became right. an operation. Right, right. Where literally people were overthinking it, like we spoke about. People like doing Excel sheets, this and that. And I just ripped open a cardboard box and was like, here's who we got to give to. That's it. It's a scoreboard. Every day I was wow. write the scoreboard. I was like, everybody, I play ball. Like, right, 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 right. right. It's a scoreboard. That's how you know we win it or not. Right. If something isn't checked off, we have to focus. And yep. everybody followed, we won. But I, I'll never forget coming out one day. And, you know, I, I ran everything with James. He would do more of like the phone calls and setting it up. And okay. I was going to physically do this, do that, put these boxes here and everything. And one day I finished quick as hell. Everything's working. Everybody understood the score. It was like two weeks into it. And I went outside, and it was a line. We went 106 between 3rd and Lex, La Fonda Bolica restaurant, the Spanish restaurant there. Mm-hmm. So the line was up the block. So I was like, let me walk this line. Like, I never, I never focused. I was just, I got to do what I got to do. Like, well, yeah, I just yeah. kept going, going, yeah. going. I walked up the block. I walked up to 112th Street. There were people on 112th and Lex standing online for our food. Mm. Wow. I saw at least 20 people I knew or their family or people that I grew up from my hood. Mm-hmm. I walked back and I was like, damn, this is worse than I thought. Yeah, people were struggling. And I started reaching out to people I knew with every company I could think of. Mm. Whether you own your own company, you have access to fruit or foods. And I was telling people, I'm not going to sell you anything. Just come meet me here one day. They're like, cool, let me see what it's about. And I, they would do the same. They would walk the line and say, yo, the line's on 110, on 109. Either way, you're talking about blocks of people, six feet apart, wow. but still blocks. Right. People were starting to come from Staten Island, from Jersey, because they knew for a fact that we were giving meals. Yeah. And there were times where we would set aside meals for us to eat because that's all we had. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, nah, everybody giving up their meals. Give up their so meals. I was like, we can afford this. I'll buy everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you stay, we would finish like 132 most days and people would still be coming. Right. Mm. I was like, I need more food. It became this obsession. And my team recently told me it was crazy because they were like, damn, man, we can't access Joe. But he's doing charity. Like, I'm going to be <laughs> mad. Like, and everyone knew, like, it was part right. of it. And the team started helping and more people and more resources. Right. So then we stopped doing that. You know, times got better. I was like, I got to help more people. Mm-hmm. Then I started with something that's now my entire heart. It's, it's, that? It's, a, it's called the Fridge Girls. There's these girls that I was introduced to. There are four girls that are filling the refrigerator. You know, have you heard about the community refrigerators that pop up in the city? I haven't. It's like literally a fridge from the house. You put a fridge out in the streets. Uh, a store takes ownership. They give it electricity. And then people come and fill the fridges for the neighborhood. And when wow. it first started, people were like, damn, they took all the food because they didn't know that it was going to be refilled. And these four girls, they don't get paid. They have jobs. They do what they Six days a week, just like I did with, with this charity. They fill these fridges twice a day. What is, what is it called again? So people hear it? The, the, the girls are called the Fridge Girls. So on Instagram, go to the Fridge Girls. And this is something. I'm helping them create everything from their nonprofit to bringing in big guns. I'm doing whatever I can do to make them bigger. Because mm-hmm. as, as I don't have the time to do it, 
the more that I have, the more I can give. Mm-hmm. That's why it disgusts me sometimes. I see people post other brands and talk about this or that when it's like, I'm the dude in the hood still giving back. I'm always gonna give back. If I got, you got. It's a thing for me, it's natural. So if you're gonna buy a bottle of tequila by somebody that doesn't give a shit about you, why don't you just try this once? I always say to people, give us one shot. T- pun intended. Give us one shot. You guys try it. You don't incorporate, like, while you're doing the, uh, the you know, while you're giving out food to, you know, the, the less fortunate, you don't incorporate your liquor or anything no, like that. No, you just... No. It's my resources coming to play. Oh, the reason okay. I want to build it so big is because, again, the more I have, the more I can get. Let's see, like, here's a plate and here's a bottle. Here's a bottle. Go, <laughs> go get fucked up. I don't, I don't think that'll work out. That'd be another way. No, I don't think that's out. good for the bottom line or the, for anything. Yeah. Like, for anything. That might work out a little bit. You but, need some ice, bro? But the brands, yes, please. The brands yeah. that we spoke about that people flock to and be like, yo, I'm holding this. Yeah. What they doing for I'm Nothing. I want people to go research because you need to tell me. I'm the liquor nerd. I can't find how they help. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to watch them. I remember I, I used to be one of those guys, bro. I mean, most I used, people were at some point. It's, I used to be one of those guys, especially in my promote, like in my promoting days. I used to, you know, promote oh Hennessy. Like I used to be on seasonal uh, uh, loyalness. Like whatever's I'm popping. Drinking, I'm only drinking Hennessy. Whatever's popping. I'm only drinking Hennessy for for the rest of the summer. You know, like, I ain't getting paid for this shit. Fuck, I'm doing that for. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but to see your boy, like, yo, you in a, you in a, even if they don't have it, the fact that you mention it, go ask the man, go ask the, go ask the, the tell the waitress, waitress, y'all don't got Yave. Go ask the manager why they don't got Yave tequila. Light work, yeah, it helps. Yes. That's it. That even helps. if it hurt one time and then the next time you come in there, you might be the same person. They don't even recognize you. Yep. And you come into that club six weeks later. You asked for Yavi Somebody again. I've for that before. I think I'm going to get it. It's, it helps. People don't understand. Hey, bro, it helps, bro. At the same time, something I do, and my PR girl, she's like, you got to talk about this more. And I was like, I don't like to, but I feel like I have to to wake people up. Yo, I, I speak to at least one person a week. It's, it's a lot more, but one person a week when they're starting a business. Um, mango with the seltzer. Mango seltzer is my thing. Right? All right. So here, before you go forward, before you go, I don't want to cut you off, I but I did take a peek at your, I did take a peek at your, um, I was about time to move up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My He's bad. Learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. learning. I'm learning, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning. I'm learning. Hey, Wes, good job. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. That's good the job. first time you said that to me, man. Thank you, man. It's I appreciate emotional. that, man. Thank you, bro. It's appreciate that. Right Finish what you was going to say, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, B. This is scaring me, bro. As much as I love you, brother. I don't know if you can convince me to like Good. something. Hold on. That's coming up. I don't Good. know. I'm used to it. I know you're going to turn it back. What is I that, the do. jalapeno? Bro, I, I don't like anything with you're jalapeno. You're going to have to convince me, too. You're going to have to convince and me, I, too. And this is no cap. I'm going to tell you if I don't like it. Good. Good. Let's have some fun. But let's talk about that. We're gonna have All right. I'm going to pull this up for you, but I just want to, because I took a peek. Challenge accepted. Jalapeno? Yep. That scares me. Challenge Good. accepted, as he All said. Right, so I hope that doesn't rub you the wrong way right now, but no, you're my man. Know, you're no. my man, all right? At least I'm just letting you know, like, I ain't going to front on that one. That Good. one, I, I didn't front on either one, but I'm not fronting so, on that so, one. So, uh, It'll be yeah. fun, but at least once a week, and I, it, it's more, but I'm going to say minimal. Somebody's starting a business and needs advice. Mm-hmm. They reach out to me, and they be like, hey, I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, hey, just get to the point. And right. people will ask me, like, how'd you raise the money? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? And I learned that like you were talking about helping people with the credit. Right. I learned very, very, very quickly that most people, well, everybody has an idea. Everybody has a concept. Right. You go outside right now, it's two homeless dudes that have an amazing idea, but they're homeless, so who cares? Right. You can't right. really, it's perspective. Like, ah, I can't really listen to you and everything. You go to people that have jobs and they have ideas, but they ain't doing anything. 
So a lot of times when people judge me, I'm just like, what have you done? Like, I'm, I don't say it, but I'm looking at you. Ah. So now when I speak to these people and they look at me like, damn, you started something. I need some help, some perspective. Right. Some perspective. I'm like, of right. course I got you. Right. And I didn't realize the need of people that needed the most basic advice. That's common yeah. knowledge to me now. It's things that I don't think about that. But I've helped dudes. One guy started like an alkaline water company. I met him through a friend of a friend. Through some things I'm working on with some celebrities. I want to shout them out. But they were like, hey, could you help this dude? Like, we can help with money. We don't know how to build the brand. He hit me. We, he was so excited. He's like, I got this investor wants me to give me 100000 for half the company. And I was like, you better call me right now. Yeah. He, he had no... And we, I don't know. Like, that ain't no, that's that's like, nothing for... Black dude in Vegas. Started, that's nothing for a company. And it, we, he was like, so how do I get the money without offending and everything? And I was like, you, were, you understand what convertible notes are? Okay. I, it was like I was talking another language. Yeah. He was like, hell no. Straight right, up. He didn't right. try lives at hell no. And I was like, right. a convertible note essentially is something where somebody gives you... You know, they invest in your company, but they don't invest within the company. It's almost a loan that can be transferred into the company. So mm-hmm. now if somebody gives you $100,000, you could offer him 8 to 10% a year for two to three for years. For two to three years without having him yes. touch anything on the company the moving forward. At the end of that contract, depending on who it's on, me or yours mutual, mm-hmm. he could take his money back with the 10%, so it's going to be like 120 grand, pretty much. Or he could say, put that money into the company with a discount. And the dude was like, but why would I wait so long? And I was like, because you have to set your valuation of your company. Everybody yeah. knows what it's worth. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I just give you half, that means my company's worth $200,000. Yeah. This is a billion dollar company. I knew this when I started with $20,000. So I can right. offer it for less. Right. Mm. The first valuation I ever had was $2.5 million. I didn't have a product yet. It was like, I know what I'm doing and people believed in it. And when I told this dude that, like three days later, he was he sent me links upon links. He was like, I learned everything about the most. I didn't even knew that existed. And I was like, I know you didn't. That's why I told you to call me. Mm. And now he's that confident. But most of our people will sell their souls to try to get to the next level. And I'm like, don't do that. Right, right, right. And now my inbox is flooded. I can't catch up on Instagram. I can't catch up on my LinkedIn. And I love that. Right. Mm-hmm. people that, I tell people, I'm not going to hit you back right away, but I will hit you back. It's a promise. Now we went from New York to New Jersey to Connecticut to Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Colorado. We shipped to 33 states. Mm. Every time I do these Zoom pitches. So you, oh, so you shipped to 33, you shipped to 33, 33 states. 33 states, and we're physical in seven. From Sofan Harlem to seven states and 33. From the, from, from, are you, are you from the sofa in Harlem? West Coast states? Not yet. We can ship to California. We have distribution out there. We have mild distribution. Right? Get what what prevents you from being shipped out there? Oh, we can ship out there. I mean, I'm sorry. What prevents you from being established physically in one of those? The biggest mistake you can get into that you can make is you start popping really quickly and trying to expand. Open up too fast. With no product and no way to and no way to get it out. Your resources, your knowledge, my time. I'm one guy. Even though I have a team, but when I show up, I sell more. I'm the guy. People love the Yeah. I can't go to 12, 15 states. Now everything's within the Northeast because during COVID, I can't travel a lot, so I can drive everywhere. I'll drive to Massachusetts to spend some days. And now we have a sales force. So you have in each state about 100 people that rep you. So when I do my Zoom calls, I get close with the owners. I have my guy, Joe Lahane, who is the legend. He used to run Diageo, which is the company that owns most of the biggest brands in the world. Okay. He used to run Diageo in North America. Okay. He worked with my dad. He knew of me. I knew of him. We never met. We spoke on LinkedIn. Took us some time, and he became part of the team. Okay. So when he speaks to the owners, this is the man who ran the biggest company talking to owners. It's a different level of respect. Right. Then when I come in, they're like, this dude's heart. They tell me, your heart is everything. Like, right. Yeah. We'll bet on you all day because you bet yeah. on yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then when I go into the market, it explodes. So when I'm talking right. to salesmen, right. I was a salesman, so I know how to talk to you. Right. And I'm never going to be better than anybody. I'm, I'm, I plan on being the first Puerto Rican billionaire. I plan on owning more land than anybody in this country. Mm. But that's a different thing. <laughs> when I'm there, that means we I have. I love it. That's, love that's it. the only thing. I love it, though. I love that it. That means we have. I love but it. I on, love it. On the road up, I'm still going to be talking to salesmen and janitors and everything. Who cares? I'm not better than you. How can I help you get out of that if you want to? Mm. So these salesmen, at the end of the call, I'm like, hey, if you want to 
speak to me. Here's my cell number. Here's my email. Hit me straight up. And they're usually shocked. And I have, and then the owner comes in like, he's not bullshitting. I was the only supplier that was working in New Jersey in July because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I was the only guy in the streets working with salesmen. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get in that car. I had, to fo- I had to drive two hours to Jersey sometime, follow around in my car, go to stores, pitch, go back in my car, keep following them. I drove mm-hmm. over 3,000 miles in one month. Wow. Three- like physically exhausted. At the end of the month, I remember my back hurt, everything hurt. Had to stretch it out, do yoga, everything. My body was killing me. With, with, with that being, if you don't mind that's me what asking, it, That's John, what it takes, though. If you don't mind me asking, like, when, when was it, with all that blood, sweat, and tears, when was it where you said, damn, yo, I'm glad I did this shit? Like, like whether it was August monetary. 2017. 20, 2015. August really? 20, the day after. To, the like, day after. August 27, 2015. Day, on that drive up from Florida. You I, already knew. I knew it. So, so, all right. So, to, to be a, tell me, sorry. Yeah. I had people, one of the biggest bosses in New York who was running the, the company I worked for. I went to work for five, six months in the and I was like, I'm going to quit. I got everything I needed. I told him my whole plan. We were just sitting there. He told me, come in at 7.30 in the morning to my office. I'll give you an hour because he ran the company. Right. He said, you got to come early. I came in. It was like 7.15. He was there already. We started talking. I told him the whole plan. I didn't have the liquid. I didn't have the package. I didn't have anything. And he said, you work backwards better than anybody I've met in history. Hmm. I said, because I got to get all that stuff ready before I even start here. Like, hmm. I can't physically make it yet. I got to work on everything I can. Right. I just kept. Jump, you jumped out the plane. Moment. I jumped off the cliff and built the plane on the way down. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't one moment from now, from August 26, 2015, 7.30 in the morning until the second we talked. It wasn't one moment I didn't think this would work. Never felt nervous. Never felt like, never. The okay. second I said it, it would take God himself to stop it. And he tried during COVID. That shit couldn't stop me either. So, so what, I, what I'm really asking, you know, just for, for, for a, a consumer value, is has there been a moment where on a, I, I know we don't chase the dollar, right? But has there been a financial moment for you where you was like, Wow, this this worked out for me. Like this really, you know what I'm saying? Like, has there been a moment that, or, or you're still like pushing for that moment to really say that you, you want this one or this one? This one, this one, the man, the yeah. For what you saying, like, yeah, I, I've changed. Like my kids might not have to do anything. Nah, um, my my first Instagram name ever was JC underscore complacency kills. Mm. Yeah, you got. I love it. I yes, I remember that. Yes, yes. Yeah, you're dying slow. Yeah, okay, I okay. Drink for the, the business and people right. know my name more. Right. But I don't think there will ever be a moment where I'm like, because it. it's not just me. Right. It's boys. Like, yeah, you got to make sure everybody else is good. Everybody around me. Is yeah, if you able to set up me. everybody, I think I think uh, not to jump I'm subjects to too John much. I'm talking to the business world. Most yeah. assists ever. Nobody's touched me. It just eat. Oh, Joe's on the court. Somebody's gonna win today. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. Let me let me mention something about, and I know you you probably can can uh, 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 relate to this, but there's a gentleman that's on Instagram. Um, his name is Shabazz OG, and he posted a post about about being a boss. I mean, people gratifying mm-hmm. the word boss, right? And being the boss, being a boss, and being a bum, right? And he was trying to explain difference between the two of being the boss and a boss and the responsibilities that come with being the boss of where you have to pay you have to make sure that your payroll's there nobody ain't trying to hear that you ain't you know you can't fit the payroll you got to deal with you know employees and stuff with that and stuff like that and then also being a boss and and being a boss in the in in the position that you're in Right. So as you say, you have a team. Every time you talk about your company, you talk about your team. And even though you're the boss there uh, or and a boss, 
you have other people that are in that field. I mean, in your team that are bosses in what they do, right? And um, and I say that because uh, you know people don't really see, like you said, what goes on behind the scenes. And I you wanted to on un- Sunday we had glasses on, two computers open, your phone, and you gotta organize all this stuff so everyone's happy to start off Monday. Because you can't, oh, I can't pay you this week, I can't do it. The check got to be in the, the direct deposit and done. Right. And to answer that, the, I've always said this and I always will, bosses say leaders do. Mm. I'll never mm. tell you to do something I won't do. If I say, let's paint this crib, you don't do it, I'm going to do it, but now I don't need you. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying right. I did it. Right. Everybody on my team knows that when I say we got to sell 500 cases this month, they know that the next day, Joe's out there trying to sell final cases a day. By just putting it on them. It's, it's all of us. That's win. And, fi- and 500 cases would be something that the average liquor company would attain to? Or is that something that you are looking to attain to for, for what your business is? My goal, it's ever since I ever wanted to do business, and it's, it's a math problem. I never say the number because I want people to always go on their phones. I want to make a dollar a second. That's why Ooh. I'm going to be a little bit happy. I'm not going to say number because I know people... Dollar like, oh, a second. You're a math, you a math man. That's a lot of money, bro. Dollar a second. And I'm talking about that's what I feel a little bit That's $60 a minute, bro. Like, that's just, a lot of money. Wait, wait, wait. $60 wait. Starts to, yeah, I, I just made $18. <laughs> 19 20 <laughs> Yo, that's a lot of money, bro. And that's my start where I'm a little bit happy. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I mean, no. But a dollar a second is where I'm like, all right, I can start really helping me. Yeah. Right. Have you have you ever thought about having like celebrity endorsements or something right. like that? Nice. I've had many celebrities reach out to invest and be part of. Right now, I don't want it because people need to understand the grind and the struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't. All celebrities have brands now. That's gonna die out pretty soon. Where people are like, oh, another celebrity, another rich person has money. At some point, they're gonna come to this side and be like, oh shit, I can start my own thing mm. and build my own legacy. Right. Because if I bring on a celebrity, he built it. So so how has this pandemic affected Yave? Has it affected you in a more creative way? Has it affected you in a negative way? Has it affected you in a way where, uh, you know, uh, I'm changing with the times and we're just going to come with a new strategy? Like, how has the pandemic affected to, um, Yavi Tequila in a positive or negative well, way? Well, business is adapt or die. Hmm. A, I, I like that. Adapt or die. Whatever. I might I might use that in one of my you captions. In my don't, be, don't be blockbuster video. <laughs> <laughs> And they had a chance to go in Netflix, and they didn't. I might be GameStop. That was for a couple of days. Not to die, but in the beginning, when COVID hit, when it was real, we were actually doing a photo shoot that we were going to do a bunch of looks, a bunch of drinks, we had bartending, we had everybody show up. And right. the day before the city shut down, remember the team was like, "Should we do it?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be two weeks, two years. Nobody knows. March we did that. It went well. Yeah, it was like March nineteenth, March eighteenth. We did mm-hmm. that whole shoot. Everything went well, and then everything shut down. Right. So, of course, I was like, let's all get on a Zoom call. Everybody from the company, we're just going to talk this out. And the first thing I said, I was like, look, just like I learned how to be a founder, I learned how to do all this from scratch, we're going to learn how to get through this, and we're going to come out as stronger. And I was like, same way when I started Yavi, I didn't have a plan. I don't have a plan yet. I said, we're going to come out as strong as who we are. We come from the hood. We come from nothing. Right. Struggle, this ain't new. We're from the hood, this ain't new. Struggle, I ain't from the dollar store for a year with my son. Like, nothing, right, nothing's right, going right. to affect me. Right. But it made us stronger as a team because we had to figure it out together. No matter what, we were forced to. I couldn't be me and just go to stores and sell a bunch of Yave. It was had to figure it out. So we built our marketing. We made our structure a lot more sound. We were much better on social media with our e-commerce. We, fi- we just kept figuring things out. And I was out in the streets starting July. Three months later, four months later, I was in the streets selling again. Mm. And the word got out where people were like, this dude is in the streets selling 
four or five hundred cases on his own. Yeah, whatever it takes. I said this. I, this never changed. I think alcohol is a great time for the, in the pandemic. Un, I it mean, was. It was an I want to say business. unfortunately. I don't want to say unfortunately. I don't want people to become alcohols. I mean, um, alcoholics. Alcohols. Alcohols. <laughs> I don't want nobody to be alcohols. <laughs> Come on, that's my that's my southern family coming out of me, man. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think that's why I was interested in knowing that because I know for like the marijuana industry. Booming right now, right? And I and how different is alcohol? Somebody being home and be, you know not being to go out. Maybe they want to listen to some music while they cleaning up or cooking food. Mm-hmm. So they pop open a Yave tequila bottle and take a few shots. And like I, I would think that the business would be better, but I know that on paper it looks like the 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 the, um, the alcohol industry is not doing. Super well on a broad scale, especially because bars are closed and restaurants are not open and stuff like that. My so, my dad told me on the liquor recession group business people bored, they drink, people stress, they drink. You meet a new girl, you drink. It's always reason to drink. You, you happy, you drink. drink. You drink. Yeah. So, when this happened, there was a little period where people didn't know it was going to Like, liquor stores were padded. People were online around the blocks buying cases of liquor. They didn't yeah. Know. So, now the misconception is all liquor exploded. We exploded because of our team, who we are. Okay. But only the big brands exploded because people weren't spending time in stores. You run in and buy what you know and you get out. Yeah, what you, you know. Talk to enough, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Cases, give me case that. Yeah, yeah, I don't even have time. There's no taste. There's no tasting. There's no, no tastings, none of that. The two things that we're the best at, and I'm going to say it in the camera, I'll say it to any big company, nobody's going to beat us yeah, on Check premise, him out. Whether it's bars and liquor restaurants, you're not going to beat us. We're the best at that. And we're the best at samplings and tastings. Those are two of our strongest weapons taken away from us. Okay. So because of that, we had to be at our weakest, our most vulnerable. We, had, we strengthened that. Right. the world coming back I, I got emails we talked about yesterday I got so many emails from salesmen and distributors who are like on-premise is coming back you're going to be a beast we need you to come. yeah because most brands are built on-premise marketing you, you see like, let me get a drink of this drink of that you go look so oh, I drank this thing at the right. store I drank Yabba at the bar I needed we went the other way and we exploded right right, right. so mm-hmm. now that's that's a that's very rare we we know what we do with the team that we have from the guys that I mentioned to more right. people so my boy Danny Reyes, who was the first. Shout out to Danny. That's who I thought. That's who I. So so wait, say that one more time. You what you just. And what was it said? The first investor outside of my. All right. That believes with money. After me. Yo, I was reading. I was I was reading. I saw a podcast that I was because I did a lot of research on you, man. I did a lot of research on you. And I and that man that man that man pulled up on you with a check. First, he came to my crib, and and this was the first moment I I was allowed to enjoy because of Danny. I'm the, I'm the focus guy. I'm, I'm the. I'm the so that's I'm that's the what I, that was the question I was asking you. When was the financial moment when you was like, "I right, it's all worth it." That might have been it from the beginning, right? That it wasn't the guys, money. That, I don't that think that first support, never, like, but behind the behind the behind the money came personal, genuine support oh, from yeah. a, from his homie. I mean, D-Rez came to the Yeah, game. that's, yo, if that's you pull a, up with me, like, with all due respect, Daddy, he's doing that's that right that's now. My, that's what I thought you would, that's what I thought you would bring when you but said Daddy. Daddy came to the house, he had the check, we spoke on it, and he, and my, I'm like Seinfeld in the hood, my door's always open. I, I've, I've got a, I've got an emotional moment. Right. This guy did the same kind of thing when we see, my, my, the business that I'm trying to get in, we don't have a lot of, uh, we don't have no 3.5 million, we don't have course, to hire nobody. I just had to buy this little bit of equipment and I set it down, and this guy supported me, and he's like, "All right, let's do this." And so I think I kind of know that feeling. And Danny made me appreciate it more because remember, I was just remember I was a lawyer in two countries. I was dealing with everything. Danny leaves the house. I'm, I go back to work like nothing happened. I got the check, cool. And Danny opens my door like a kid. He was he cracked the door a little bit. He was like, "We own a liquor brand, bro." And he closed the door. Ah, oh, that's 
dope. Nah, that's dope. That's what it's about. Yeah. And it's friends and family that moved back to the city and were part of the journey. And ain't nobody rich yet. I'm, I'm worth whatever I'm worth on paper. I'm right. not wealthy. I'm not rich. But if you look at me, I'm worth more than the average person by far. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure about that. It means nothing. Bro. Because until the person that owns the smallest equities company is a millionaire, I haven't done a damn thing. Wow. It's not about Joe. It's not Joe Crow. I'm going to have opportunities. People pay me half a million dollars a year to go work for their companies. I was offered multi-million dollar deals before I started this. And I was like, that's not new my worth. Like, you want to pay me millions because I'm out the game? So you're trying to bring me back with all this money? Right, right. You know, I definitely got to do my own thing. Right. You're going to give me $4.55 million to state. So being that you're in the Puerto Rican lane, for lack of better words, right? I mean, not in the Puerto Rican lane, but as far as being that uh, you... you, you you stand strong on your. Puerto I think you mean he's heritage. on the. He's in a lane by himself. What I'm saying right? is, excuse me. I, that's why I read. I read <laughs> Basically, I read verbiage myself. But what I'm saying is, what you being that you stand on your Puerto Rican heritage and 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 your ethics and and the way you move. Have you thought about going in? Because I know as far as and I'm sure you probably did. Uh, um, but as far as like our culture. Uh, um, uh, uh, as far as rappers and stuff like that, they always, uh, um, you know, like Scissorp with Cameron, you know, you got the rappers that do that type of liquor, right? And they have the, those rappers that sponsor it. But on a Puerto Rican level, have you went to like some of the reggaeton artists, some of uh, uh, maybe other artists that are in that particular genre just to like say, listen, I'm the first one. You, need, you should be behind this brand. It's funny because... The first slogan, right now the slogan for Yavit is unlock possibility. Right. Like, whoever you are, you can unlock your own possibility. Like, be true to yourself, et cetera, et cetera. The first slogan was jumped up in Harlem, made down in Mexico. Mm. Oh. I mean, it was Harlem didn't support me. I love Say that, that again? Jumped, jumped up, up in Harlem, Harlem made, made down in Mexico. Made Harlem down wasn't even supporting me. I remember it wasn't, you said it wasn't? I remember doing a tasting in the Bronx. Me and Paul. Paul Nicholson. We're doing a tasting in a big store in the Bronx. We're doing, and I was there. It's not like we're doing a tasting. Me and Paul. And there was some, some drug dealers in front of the store. It was like a hood Bronx store, but it was big. Come in, they like, yo, what y'all doing? Paul explains, yeah, yo, he's a founder. They're like, yo, that's dope. And this one dude comes in. You really from Harlem? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I never seen you in Harlem. And my response was, I never seen you in Harlem. Hmm. He's like, oh, you from Harlem. And I'm yeah. like, why we had to have that moment where you yeah. could just come talk to me? Why I had to be this? And yeah. he looked at me like, he was almost embarrassed, like a big black dude. He yeah. looked at me, I was like, why we had to have that moment of tension? I had to prove yeah, to you yeah, I'm real. Yeah, yeah. Why I couldn't just come talk, we just conversed. Yeah. And no lie, he was like, let me get a bottle of each. Like, he felt stupid. I was like, you don't have to feel stupid. I said, I appreciate you buying it. I said, but we got to stop doing that to one another. Right. Hey, and people in Harlem would be like, hey, everybody from Harlem, it's from the east side. I'm like, I have the scars to prove all this. <laughs> no more than you have. Quick story, right? right? It's Harlem. Harlem is Harlem. Harlem. East Harlem. side, west side, it's Harlem. <laughs> so, the, so Yave is doing great. So what's, how, do we, how do you go from where you at to the billion dollars? Yeah. You got to do a Jay-Z deal? Nope. It's, it's what do you got to do? Nipsey was my guy. Marathon continues. It's no marathon was ever one of the first step. You just keep running. It's grown. It's Again, $20,000. It's about action. Not man. even close to that. Right. And the interest and the people who want to invest and people who reach out and other markets are reaching out. And I'm, I'm talking to guys in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, white men who I've never met, white who support and show me love. And I, when I get up to Zoom call, sometimes I'm like, why can't I get that at my own place? Hmm. I'm stressing, but I'm like, damn. And then I go out there and they treat me like a god. And right. I'm the same dude. They're like, damn, man, you're so cool. I'm like, yeah, but I'm the same dude. But then when we're around the way, people are like, yeah, you know, I want to drink that yada, but I drink this tequila. And I'm like, have you ever tried yada? Yeah. Nah, but. I'm like, there's no but. Look at our resume. I'm not going to sell you anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. But we, we conversed about it. I, I, I was a dude 
who would go on people's IGs and be like, why are you posting that when Yahweh Tequila exists? Straight up. Hmm. And people are like, oh, you're right. And you done that on the post before. 100%. 100%. I'm his man. I used tequila. to feel bad too. Like, damn, that's fucked up. He's right. <laughs> but it's simple because sometimes, sometimes you just have to mention people are like, you're right. But some people are going to be like, man, forget you forever. Cool. But I said my piece. I walked away. Cool. Have you, so have you had any artists... Or you had Nipsey. You had Nipsey, didn't you? Well, no, I was twenty grand. I oh, that that was the previous Nipsey, Chance, Yo Gotti. Because with, with that brand, it was on its way up. So I wanted to work with artists on that way up. Now with Yahweh, I'm doing it a little bit different because I'm kind of running. But twenty grand ain't even around no more, right? I, Sounds like another story. I mean, it's just, twenty grand ain't around no more, right? Real. I put my heart and soul into everything, and I was the streets with that brand. But so since you I, left. But since you left, Joe don't down. Joe don't Joe don't put don't give too much marketing or, or too much down yeah, talking on nobody. Down because just like with this, when I was out there selling during COVID, I was running the national market, the field marketing manager. So every event and everything, I was running. I was doing sales also. I was running like a blitz team that traveled the country. I was doing everything. But then at some point, it's like I'm I'm putting this brand ahead of my son and myself. Like, mm. What's happening here? People didn't appreciate. Some people appreciated. Some people didn't. Then it became a situation where everybody kind of wanted my job, my title, and I was like, y'all can have all that, just don't change the plan. And what did they do? They changed it. The we went from an urban brand, because it was a vodka with cognac, it looked like cognac, so you go urban. Right. Urban's the coasts. Urban is in the middle of the country. Right. right. And all of a sudden, he wants to be this expensive brand, and we're like this and that, and it's like, the price didn't change, the quality didn't change. Why are you going for another market? They went for another market, I had nothing to do with it. I stepped away and I watched. A big market is Miami. Are you in Miami? We're in Florida. Yeah, we, we do. We do but the Yave, t- yeah. We, we have a small yeah. distributor with, the, with Yave and everything, but there's not a team down there, but we can do it. But okay. Miami's super pay to play, just like New York, but I'm from New York and LA. So we you got to pay, pay diggers to get. It's, it's a hard It's ugly game. out so there. We just have to be doing the reverse. We're popping where we are. And people are, we need to be part of Yave because that's the reason I do all these podcast interviews and everything. Yeah. When people hit the story, it's like, that dude's real. Nah, they're going. Uh, trust me, bro. Speaking of your story, speaking of your story, I got a question. There's a, there's a, there's a quote I always hear you saying. It's like, there's, there's always a reason not to do something, and most people find a reason. Don't be most people. Don't be most people. So I tell my son last day. When we does that? Does wait? Let me ask. Does that come from like? Does that come from you? Does that come from your dad? That kind of energy come from your grandmother? It or? comes from, no, I, I created the quote, but it comes from certain people that would always make excuses around me mm-hmm. as a kid and as I grew older, and I just did it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I said, I haven't been late, and you know this, I haven't been late, I had a problem since 7.30, 2000. I've never been late. And that was because I was late to a meeting by one minute, and I walked in, it was a liquor meeting, and I felt like an asshole. That's crazy, because you know why? He said... I said, yo, we're going to have you here at 5.30. And he said, we're going to get there closer to 5. He got here at 5.30. <laughs> he, got I think here. It, he got here at 5. He got on time still. He was late. still on time. But, but, but go ahead. And we took our time. I was working in the crib. I was like, let me get these things. <laughs> I was to have my mind clear when I'm with y'all, but I'm yeah. never late. Yeah. Even if I just say, it was me in the block around 5.30. I'm going to be there at like 5.30 the latest. Right. Yeah. And that's because we had to look for parking. We found whatever. We yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly, so yeah. Not a big deal. Nice, still, yeah. Worst case, I would have came up without it. I would have been here on time. Yeah. But that's another thing. People just, they don't take everything. I take everything the same level of seriousness. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm going to do something, yeah. my integrity is everything. Within yeah. my company, we're about intent and integrity. Intent meaning like if we have a problem with each other, let's talk about it with positive intent. You know, you messed up, but let's fix this. Integrity, if I say I'm going to do it, you ain't got to worry about it. If I can't do it, I'm going to tell you first. Yo, I can't do this. Help me with it. 
Yeah. We talk about trust and transparency. You got to trust one another to do their job. Nah, everything works smoothly with you, yo. And then over-communication, which I text you on the way. I'm on my way. I'm, not I only, do that on purpose because I don't want Wes to be like, damn, I know Jeff State's coming. There is no but with me. There was, I wonder if this is the answer. And mm-hmm. most people, they too cool. They want to, like that fashion be late shit. I've never been fashion be late. Never. Dead. Because yeah. while everyone's waiting to come in and be cool, I'm listening to everybody. I'm meeting the owner of the club. I'm meeting everybody. And by the time you walk in and you cool and everybody, I'm with the owner. Now he's buying y'all, man. And yeah. you walk in like, yo, we looking good, right? And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Nah, man. y'all don't understand my man's story. So, man. so Joe, um, for all the for all the young entrepreneurs out there, everybody trying to start maybe a liquor company or any kind of company, Anything. even even towards me, mm-hmm. I'm trying to listen to you. What can you give it? What kind of advice can you give to people trying to start and get get to Easy. your level and above? Well, I could do this for hours. What time is it? <laughs> Floor is yours. First thing I always tell people, and you guys ready? There's never a perfect time. That bullshit doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There's always a reason not to do something. Most people find it. My girl left me. My money ain't right. It's raining outside. It's, nobody yeah. cares. My favorite movies are brought. Nobody cares. My favorite line is nobody cares. Yeah, nobody so cares. When I say that, the reason nobody cares means so much to me because single father. We got kids. So now I'll give you a story on that nobody cares. And it resonates with people where they be like, yo, he, this is deep. So now let's say your landlord comes right now. Yo, John, I need $1,000 by tomorrow. And you're like, damn, I need $1,000. I'll have to kick you out. So now John talks to us. Yo, I'm need that money from y'all. Y'all got me? And we go, yeah, we got you. So next day comes, and you call me and Wes, and we don't pick up. His wife says he can't do it. I'm just like, nah, I ain't even got it. I was fronting. And you go through all these problems. Your landlord comes knocking the door. Hey, John, what's up? You got that $1,000? I had it, but my man fronted. And mm-hmm. you know, he's going to listen. He's going to sit there and be like, damn, that's messed up. But I need that down. got to go down the streets. Nobody yeah. cares. You Nobody know, cares. I'm homeless now because it's some yeah. bullshit. And I'm out there telling the story of why I'm homeless, but yeah. I'm still homeless. Nobody cares. Right. So when it comes to starting your brand, your legacy, you just got to go. And mm-hmm. from the second you go, there is no, let me kind of see how this is going to work. You got to go full steam ahead. Yeah. If the biggest brands in the world would have been like, yo, you guys are going to make you, I'm going to shut you down. I would be like, target, target, target. You on the train tracks. I want to say it out loud, just in my mind. I'm going to run everybody over now. Right, right, you right. You just can't. Target, 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 target. So you on the there, train there's tracks. no perfect like time. And it's not personal. You get ran over. You get ran over. And then at the same time, <laughs> Utilize your resources. Right. Because like you guys say, you reach yeah. out to your friends. If you reach out to me, we boys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. People all think themselves. Where it's like, yo, I got to call this celebrity. Baby steps. Yeah, call yeah, yeah. people's and start. Because you might call me and say, yo, I want to link with this celebrity. I'm like, oh, I was just talking to him last week. Because you reached out to your community. But it's, it's not everybody going to support you. You just got to find people that do it. Yeah. And the one thing I do better than everybody, if I was a superhero, this would be my power. I turn negative into positive better than anybody ever met. How you feel about that, Ice? There were, there were so many people that told me I couldn't do this or I invited to come through. They didn't want to park. I invest, but maybe. I, don't, I never get set. It's, not, it's nothing. Cool. They stay in this mental list that I create, and then the next person is part. And now you're going to help me make sure that he feels like an idiot. And I'm not going to say you stupid because a lot of people came back later to invest. I wasn't mad. Yo, anybody ever told you you remind them of Gary V? Oh, um, <laughs> shout out to Gary V and Sasha V. <laughs> Sasha V actually... Yeah. Um, he's one of our fans. Every time you look at Sasha people, he has meetings with Ligon Tribute, he always has a Yava hat on. That's our mm. guy. Like, well, listen. His dad is it. Give me a final <laughs> word. I would say, put it this way, it's been a pleasure. Time goes by too fast. My nigga Joe, I love you. I appreciate you. I don't think I'm ever going to drink another tequila other than Yavi. Where the keys at? Oh, what wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hey, we, do we got third. We got We got it. We gonna we gonna have to uh, you gonna have to go to our Patreon page that I haven't created yet for the after footage. Right, for the after Keys to life. Yave tequila. Jack moves pod episode four. Jack.
out of here.